gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. song to have for your mania mania hollywood i'm always down for cool in the game listen this this uh this song brings a little bit of nostalgia to me oh please because uh (laughs) the first time i remember hearing this song and it's always the first image that pops up in my head is the movie roll bounce you ever seen it i have not is it a uh uh, competitive uh, roller derby movie. Yes, yes, I, but not like, not like roller derby. It's more like roller skating. It's like hip hop roller skating. Okay. From what I remember, this is 2005. This is a long time ago. Gotcha. Starring, <laughs> starring Lil Bow Wow and no. Nick Cannon. <laughs> uh, your music tastes. But it's always the first. They're they're all just simultaneously putting one foot over the other in the roller in the roller ring yes yes and they're just bouncing right right and it's just the first image that pops and, and the, ca- the camera every time. camera going backwards just following them doing their <laughs> yeah. doing the skate thing that everybody does in every video yep 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 exactly uh, yep roll bounce <laughs> if i went my entire life not having to know that movie i'd be all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to your sons of slam my name is chris mindell along with the reaper mr joe black texas longhorn how are you sir Hook them, baby. How's it going? We're in the dance. We're almost there. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go into it first. Someone oh. not in the dance anymore. Oh, Lord. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, someone not in the dance. However, coming to Queens, baby. <laughs> coming uh, to good old New York City. Man, He's oh, getting out of upstate New York. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say it. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Rick Pitino signing with the uh, with the Johnnies. With your Johnnies, your, your with queen. the John- don't call them my Johnnies. Your right? Johnnies. I don't Listen, have any affiliation you other in, than we are in the you same live in county. Queens. You live in Queens, and therefore they're your Johnnies. So congratulations. So then they're my Mets too. Fuck out of here. Uh, enjoy that too. Congratulations on that too. Oh, congratulations to the Mets on their twenty million uh, twenty million dollar closer. You lost your closer. Sorry, sir. Yikes just another ticket that i don't have to give for my season tickets away yo mets gonna met they always will <laughs> mets gonna met. so yeah so rick leaves um 
Sorry, Rob. I had to do it. That one was for you. <laughs> I have to defend because Iona is my my team now. Um, yeah. So the funny thing was is that I, listen, uh, cool again can love it anyway. Real quick, wrestling uh, alum from Iona, you know, former wrestling alum, uh, former Rose. wrestler who is an alum of Iona, I should say, Mandy Rose. Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the funny thing was Rick Pitino, and he he coached for uh, two two two. Uh, uh, tournament appearances, two MAC championships, three years, and that first that that um, Louisville one. Let me tell you, whoa! So his his record goes from Providence to uh to Kentucky. That I know. I don't know. I know it went from Louisville, and then from Louisville, he had a couple times off, and then uh, <laughs> and then he got picked back up in uh in Iona. Um, I know there was a stint with the. Regardless, I feel like most people around my age remember Rick Pitino as the coach of the Louisville uh, Cardinals. So he was assistant for the New York Knicks from their 83 to 85, went to Providence as his first head coaching job. Oh, the Eddie years. No, that's not the Eddie years. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Eddie. The movie Eddie? You ever seen it? Oh, yeah, no. That was, that was 90s, dude. I know. Yeah. I just, it, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Go years. on. Uh, 85 to 87 was Providence. 87 to 89 was the Knicks. Went to Kentucky from 89 to 97. Celtics from 97 to 01, then Louisville for his longest stretch from 01 to 17, and that's where Whoa. that's that's where the the, resume, the infamous Kevin Ware situation, the resume gap, where he was uh, not found guilty of any charges, although I find it very funny that he had absolutely no idea what was going on there. Um, if you're not aware, um, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, at uh, Louisville, assistant coaches and players had some fun with uh some women of the night is that uh yes I was yeah right. self-imposed i believe uh the university university of louisville self-imposed a, pro- a postseason ban in the 15-16 season amid an ongoing ncaa investigation over an escort sex scandal involving recruits between 2010 and 2014 the ban included both the acc tournament and ncaa tournaments i find again i find it very funny that he's had no clue what was going on for that entire time. Yeah, they also said Paterno had no clue either. I mean, come on. That's what I'm saying. He, 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 Paterno, uh, Patino had no ter- no. Oh, but, right, right. Paterno got it. Right. Yep. No, I knew what I was saying. You you went Penn State. I got. It. I got you. Yeah, I went Penn State. Yeah. You were still talking Louisville, but um, right. yeah, those guys had to have known something. Regardless, um, like I was saying, I feel like most people around my age remember Patino from the Kevin Ware situation because so I watched that live, hammer drunk at my buddy's house. <laughs> Okay. We were playing beer pong and I was fucking trashed. Mm. And all of a sudden you see him go up and go down. And you go, oh, oh, like Sid Vicious. It was, that was gruesome. Um, yeah. Gruesome. And then uh, the the funny, uh, the funny thing, I keep saying funny, ironically funny, the entire thing with this this going down with Iona and them going to the uh, the tournament. And I went up there, went down there the, to uh, Atlantic City to watch them win the whole thing for the Mac. And then they get ousted in first round by uh, UConn. Got destroyed down. On's a wagon this year, though. Got destroyed down low. Um, but I will say that the, the most ironic thing in all this—not even funny—the most ironic thing in all this is that I listen to Michael K every every day. And last season he was on, uh, missed his third season in Iona. Patino was on on the show, and he said, and I'm paraphrasing, but very close to the quote: "My ties are to Iona. This will be the last place I ever coach." And he and, and and in that quote, he also mentioned that even if the Knicks called, he would not take it because Iona has treated him well, 
and they have loyalty to him. They were the ones that brought me in back from the cold. I, I add that part. Uh, but I will never leave Iona. This is where I'm, I'm ending my career. The last place I'm coaching is Iona, is what he said. Congratulations to his new six-year uh, deal with St. John's. Listen, bit, listen, bud. Um, Iona just isn't St. John's University, bruh. It, it's it's not. It's a uh, mid-major. But St. John's isn't St. John's either. They haven't been St. John's since Luke Arnseca. Yeah, Well, yeah. They haven't been St. John's to me since about 06. And the only reason I say that is because that's the one and only time that I went to a St. John's basketball game. And I was sitting courtside, not at the garden, unfortunately, at the arena in the university, mm-hmm. only because my dad, my dad's buddy from work, his daughter was the head cheerleader for the team. Okay. So she got me and my entire basketball team courtside, like with our parents and shit like that. Nice. It was pretty dope. Nice. She was smoking hot back then. <laughs> <laughs> now <that, laughs> she's a dog. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I haven't seen I her haven't in years. Seen. Got it. She's also probably like 20 years older than me, almost. <laughs> like 15 years older than me. Why would that bother you? It wouldn't. I'm just saying I haven't seen her in a long time. <laughs> it wouldn't. Let's do this. Um, so yes. She wouldn't call me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Patino gone. My next... Uh, uh, question here why uh, why is the show chrissy knows best still on tv i so in, i i don't know in all uh full disclosure i had watched for all but i just i missed the last part of it where with the cody Rhodes and uh uh, uh roman reigns segment at the end there and i just watched it before we started recording uh, and then e- inevitably every single week and now a new episode of Christy Knows Best. And every single one of them now seems to be in jail. A mother, father in jail. Uh, Kyle was arrested for assault uh, a week ago. Um, are, they, are they just going through the episodes to, I guess, get them off the... Uh, they were already filmed, so now just get them out. And then it, my, my favorite part will be is I, if I... If Raw goes off the air and then I see the final episode of Christy Knows Best and they're being hauled away by the cops. Like that episode... Yeah, we'll that's got to be the best... Like the, the series finale is them going to jail, and if they show that, ratings through the roof. Like they're only oh, the only the only episode of the entire show that anybody ever watched would be the last one. The last one, seeing them hauled away for uh, tax evasion. Well, to be fair, I feel like the biggest episode in Sopranos history is the finale. It is. Now imagine if they were getting hauled away by cops in the finale. Everybody would have been pissed. More pissed than the actual finale. I feel yeah. Really? Okay. This could be like. The the time in between the 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 Sopranos finale and all that, mm. but I feel like you you're on the internet nowadays. You go oh like it was like Paulie probably set him off. They got whacked in the fucking what you call it, Sorry. all that. Right. But they just don't know because the cuss of black and it don't stop believing plays and goddamn talk about talk about song placement. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> that gave Journey another 15 years on their career. That that gave, <laughs> that that gave Journey the one of the greatest bar songs of all time. At that point, from that point on, it was a great song before it. But Sopranos in that one episode put them over. Yeah, because everybody goes. Imagine Don't Stop Believing playing starts playing in a bar, and then all the lights shut out, in place. <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits roll. Uh, so yeah, so Chrissy knows best again. If anybody knows, maybe it's just all the episodes they're trying to get rid of. Anyway, we're moving on. Um, you have anything outside the ring? 
I do actually. Okay. Uh, there are these two twins that play for the University of Miami, the U. Mm-hmm. And they have become, I've say this by saying they have crossed my timeline. Okay. When I say, I feel like they're becoming pretty popular on the internet nowadays. Mm-hmm. And right before we started recording, I was on the internet looking at, I believe it was ringside news saying that these two girls are the WWE NIL signees. And I'm like, no shit. These fucking savages on a basketball court that are like <laughs> taking the, the, the Miami U women's basketball team to the fucking NCAA tournament. I'm pretty hyped. Actually, gonna, actually it's going to be bash them faces. watching them get into their Bella phase is going to be pretty dope. That is pretty cool. And they get to keep their names maybe. Or change them and then go back to the Garcia's ones. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um, speaking of Queens, by the way, uh, really shout out Queens. Shout out Queens. Um, uh, have you partaken, partook, partook in the Queens night market? Okay. If you haven't, what the hell's wrong with you? What the fuck is that, dude? Oh my god! All right, so. You forget, I'm in the part of Queens that that people pretty much consider Long Island. I would hope that you'd be part of this. Uh, it's near the uh, uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. They they take them. Nah, off. dude, I don't go anywhere past Roosevelt Ave unless I'm going to work. Unless you're going to work or AEW. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, then yes. I, I suggest you, you. I highly suggest you. Do or this. a Mets game that I don't pay for. This. <laughs> really quick this is something stupid but i i tend to go at least at least once a year if if not if every weekend if i could i would queen's night market is basically a bunch of tents where they have some tents give you know sell like their you know craftware but most of them are food from around the world that you pay no more than six bucks for and you just get like a ton of food and just go to town or like the brooklyn smorgasbord it's kind of no i don't know we had that queen's night market it starts uh, april 15th anyway uh, I'm very excited for that. I'm a fatty. Moving on. Um, uh, really quickly on the uh, Arthur Ashe topic, I had a. Uh, That's coming up, by the way. Not Arthur Ashe, but uh, our, our meeting. Oh well, yeah, UBS is coming UBS up. Is Absolutely. Coming up, yeah. I uh, I had a couple family members over my house recently. Um, it was my grandfather's nephew, uh, his wife, and his son. His son lives in the Bronx, over by uh, Yankee Stadium somewhere. Mm. Immediately when I found that out, I go, yikes. He's like, yeah. <laughs> um, so we, they were upstairs and all that stuff, and coffee was on the table. So I go get my house of black mug, like I always do when I'm drinking coffee in my house. Mm. So I fill up the coffee, drink two cups. Mm. They give We go outside because they wanted to see the backyard and all that shit. So as we're going outside, he pulls me to the side. He was like, oh, I noticed you were drinking out of that house of black mug. <laughs> and, I, and he goes... He goes, you watch AEW? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just and found, I'm like, I just found I'm this. like, yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> I just found this mug. I'm sorry. Well, I also had on an inner circle big hoss shirt. I mean, so come I on, mean dude. <laughs> do you watch little, AEW? Like, <laughs> it was a little giveaway. <laughs> if I was dressed as, but uh, dressed listen, as I haven't seen this guy in I don't know 26 years. If I was cosplaying as Roman Reigns, full, full disclosure, I believe he's 27. I just want to point that. Out. Okay. If I was cosplaying as Roman Reigns in Comic Con and someone asked me, "Do you watch wrestling?" No, I just found this. No, why? I just found this. They go, "Well, <laughs> why?" Well, I'm gonna break some news to you. If you don't know about your outfit, now he goes. Uh, he goes, "Yeah, you know, I was 
I was rooming with a buddy and he, he was watching wrestling and I got back into it. I was watching this and then he took me to one of the shows over at the tennis stadium. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And I go, Oh, which one? The one a couple years ago? He's like, Yeah. And I was like, Oh, Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, 60 minute time limit. He's like, Yeah, yeah, that one. That one, yeah, yeah. That's I'm a, like, that's hilarious. That's a good one. I had a to. cousin in the crowd that I had no idea was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one to go to. That was that was a good one. Yeah, um, if you're gonna go to one, that one was. I it. guess that would be it. Uh, let's see what do I have here. Uh, Goldberg has no contract. Moving on. Um, let's see here. Uh, no, there, there was more to that. Uh, Goldberg. I was I was perfectly okay with moving on. I I I, I, <laughs> I was going. I stayed to, silent for a reason. I was so, like, thank God. So when I was when I was researching this, I was like, that's gonna be my my joke, and I was gonna let it go. But then, someone had to put their two cents in and say that uh, they want to face him to retire him. And that one person is Swerve Strickland in AEW. What? Huh. Yeah. Random. Uh, Tony Khan is also going record as saying that, uh, you know, it'd be possible to sign him. That would be a, a huge coup. Uh, Swerve Strickland took to Twitter earlier today to respond to a tweet about the Hall of WWE Hall of Famer winning a, winning a retirement match. Strickland made it clear that he wants to be the one to retire Goldberg. In a four-word statement, he said, and I quote, I'll knock that bitch ass out. Give him to me. Oh, okay. That's That's it. Uh, Khan is paying close attention to Goldberg's free agent status. Uh, We'll have to wait and see what will happen if he retires in WWE or AEW for, I guess, for his own sake. I would say that, you know, his his career has been shite this entire time, but WWE, a.k.a. Vince McMahon, has... Always given a given him a platform to perform his nonsense on, so might as well just have Triple H close the deal and do it there. Yeah, but also Wardlow. <laughs> but there's Wardlow. We can just have you a know? we can just have a, a backstage entrance off. Is that can we do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a backstage who can huff more smoke out of their pyro off. <laughs> That's it. So uh, I was not expecting Schlerf, to be honest. Each round, they have to like inhale more. They go back, yeah. and they just keep doing it until one of them passes. You got to blow. You got to blow rings like the uh, like those master vapors. Yeah, right, right, right. Do different. Didn't shapes. someone do that on like America's Got Talent or yeah. some shit? Yeah, <laughs> that was his talent. Was blowing dude, O's, blowing O's, <laughs> blowing. <laughs> uh, get a life, dude. Do that. <laughs> keep doing that until someone passes out. Uh, so yeah, Swerve Strickland of all people wants to retire. I don't see that happening. Um, no, I mean either. It'd probably be in WWE. Speaking against, of like, Bray Wyatt or some shit under red lights. <laughs> this uh, time he actually loses because that's what happens in retirement matches. If that's the case, I will. I'll go back on previous statements. Okay. Mark mark this day down. I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. I won't go back on previous statements. I will acknowledge previous matches that I may or may not have acknowledged in the past. <laughs> They're all suddenly flooding back to my memory. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, they went to Saudi Arabia that time. I forgot. I forgot that. <laughs> Ridiculous nonsense. Um, oh, yeah. The sledgehammer. Wow. <laughs> Does that actually happen? Uh, speaking of AEW, I have two stories for AEW. So one of them, as we know, Forbidden Door is on its way again. Forbidden Door dos. And Tony Khan. Has, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> Forbidden Door 2, Electric Boogaloo. Tony Khan has teased that um, there might be an appearance by one Monet. Of course there's going to be. 
Um, when the fuck do you expect she's going to make her appearance in AEW? <laughs> it's undoubtedly going to be for the uh, Forbidden Door pay-per-view. But she also said uh, that she, on social media, that she's waiting for the call. She's waiting for the call from Tony Khan. And that he said, quote, it's a very encouraging thing to hear. I have so much respect for Mercedes. I think she's such a great pro wrestler and certainly one of the best in the world, unquote. Mercedes and the outcasts. <laughs> Mercedes, Taya. And then the other three. So you have five right there. Blood and guts. Blood and guts. So you have oh. Riho, uh, Britt Baker, Hater. Uh, 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 Sky Blue was in there. Is she? Yeah, I think she was the one that went to the ring. Sky Blue. Oh, no, you're forgetting about one person who has to make their, their return. Who has beef. Who is not technically an AEW original. Uh, I was going to say Hikaru Shida. No, Thunder Rosa. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I say there was a whole angle. Thunder. There was a whole angle with Hikarashita where uh, Soraya and uh, Tony kind of dissed her and was like, "No, I don't." Well, yeah, she would be on the on the AEW side. She's right. been there from day one. Right. I'm saying on the not AEW side. Oh. On the Outcast side. Oh, Thunder. Rosa. You have Thunder and Mercedes. Really? Yeah. Wow. With the Outcast. It's blood and guts. You ain't going to have Thunder Rosa in there. Come on. I know. I know. So that would be that'd be very cool. Mercedes Monet uh, Forbidden Door. More AEW stuff. This one. By the uh, way, you can't have Mercedes Monet and Frankie Monet in the same fucking tag team. It's going to get too wild. Well, there's no Frankie Monet. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> She's the Valkyrie now. <laughs> yeah. Although Frankie Monet is such a better name. Um, I don't think so. Really? You like Taya Valkyrie better? Yeah, when know. she when she changed it to Frankie Monet, I go okay. Really, I, I like the Frankie Monet. Yeah, no, I like Taya Valkyrie better. Um, I, to be fair though, I like Johnny Nitro. <laughs> you know, Johnny Elite. No, I don't like Johnny Elite. The poor guy's no gets no respect. Yeah. Uh, okay, a, Dangerfield, and he's a good he's a good wrestler. He's, he's like a really good wrestler. Just I, he's never got respect. Um, it's more AEW no stuff. No, that was pretty good. <laughs> More AEW stuff. Um, did you hear this thing about the uh, their house show and probably the worst AEW house rules? House rules and one of the worst matches of all time. No, I didn't. What happened? I didn't hear about this. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse no. me. So I, I try to stay off the dirt rags for for uh, unless it's like a huge story. This this is just so I can get surprised by you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, surprise. I don't want to take that away from you, buddy. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. It means a You're lot welcome. when I can give you stuff that you don't know about. Um, house rules. Uh, AEW, the, the uh, title of this article, AEW targets embarrassing fan footage from house rules event. So, oh. Saw the title of that article? Kept scrolling past it. <laughs> <laughs> because of why it happens on a regular basis. <laughs> but this one caught my eye because... There were fans online calling it the worst match, minus five-star match, the worst match in AEW history. History. So. Uh, AEW history? That's history. what they said? This is what they're saying. Um, well. So it goes on to say. Like oh, we're going to take the length of this article to see how long I can think of a worse match than that. And then also it was the. the oh, I'll, we'll get into it. And then the, 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 the search on said match. So. It goes, Ollie Wrestling emerged as a underdog competitor, global juggernaut, WWE. However, their latest event, AEW House, AEW House Rules, featured a women's match that was so bad that AEW resorted to taking down fan footage of the embarrassing match. The terrible match mentioned 
features Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, oh, that's not good. taking on Anna J. Returning, uh, returning Anna J. Uh, it says both both competitors have been cornerstones in the building of uh, a AEW women's division, but Anna J is coming off an injury and had obvious ring rust. And watching the match, she really did. Uh, the pair's match in AEW House Rules was one of the worst in AEW history, according to fans in attendance, with a lot of botches, missed spots, and terrible flow. It was panned heavily by fans on Twitter. The match was so bad. This is the big part. The match was so bad that AEW had to resort to other measures to wipe out all embarrassing moments of the match. That saw the company taking footage, fan footage on Twitter to keep them away from further negative comments from fans. And then I, there's a picture on here that says uh, uh, the subtitles, Guess Who's Back? And then it has a bunch of emojis of, uh, of horses for some reason. And then it says fan cam video of Britt Baker v. Anna J taken down. And then laughing emoji. Uh, I, ma- I don't want to assume, but I feel like the horses thing was a mm-hmm. diss towards Britt Baker. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I don't know, but. It they was, just said, "Guess who's back?" Is it was on the uh, yes? It's either that or Anna J. I, I was going to say Anna J, but uh, it's under this this post, which it was it, it was all over Twitter. But this particular, <laughs> if you want to give a follow, uh, AEW, it's, it's called All Leap Botches, and it's at AEW Botches. <laughs> so that might be Hell a follow, yeah. that might be a follow I have to take. Um, so, by the way, if that's like AEW's burner account, much respect to them. The uh, you imagine that'd be awesome. Um, there's a big uh the, the like photo. not shannon sharp on on twitter or some shit <laughs> <laughs> the photo that they posted goes uh this video has been disabled in response to a uh, uh request by the copyright owner but you can't find it because it's the internet so in in finding it it's on wrestlingforum.com you can check it out there there's a bunch of videos uh, of this one here called uh, Britt baker versus anna j minus five star match and it's a six minute match and it cuts out like some of the the slower parts. There was one part where the referee had to count to nine. Anna J was still outside of the ring, and the referee goes, "Come on!" And then it was well past ten, and she finally gets in the ring. Uh, at least I want to say no exaggeration. At least ten times or more, there were parts where Anna J didn't know what to do, and they just she just goes with the forearm shots in the neck. Um, Britt Baker carried this entire match, and it looked horrendous. So if you get a chance, please go uh, search Britt Baker versus Jay House Show from uh, March 18th in Troy, Ohio. Uh, and like I said, I found it on WrestlingForum.com. Uh, it's it's a it's a doozy. <laughs> it is it is quite the doozy. Um, with a good crowd, really good sizable crowd for for a house show. Um, but yeah, just oh, god awful. Do you think AEW is also going to use their house shows the way that WWE does? In what? In like. Um... The most, the the most extreme example I could use is Sami Zayn wearing the Bloodline shirt for the first time. To test things out, like a com- yeah, like a comedian, yeah, like 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 a like a feeder type of system mm-hmm. towards television to be like we'll test these things out, right. see how they do on 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 the live shows, and yeah. then we'll use it on on t- on TV. I mean, that's what they do. Yeah, that's what WWE does. They've been doing it for yeah, years. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. That's what WWE does. Yeah, is AEW using that that way? Like, are they doing this to be like? Let's see what Anna J versus Britt Baker can do. And if we're gonna if we're gonna have Anna back on TV, right. put her with the most uh, reliable women's wrestler that we have. Mm-hmm. In well, I mean injury wise, not so much. Right. But re- most reliable women's wrestler we have, as far as in ring is concerned, mm-hmm. and 
go from there. That's, I mean, it, it's one of two things. Either you're testing out what Tony has prepared for as far as a storyline that could be possibly coming up and then test it out that way. Or you could be a wrestler that has nothing going on right now and you want to propose something to another wrestler and say, listen, let's do this at this house show. Maybe we'll, we'll get some eyes on it. It gets good word of mouth and then they put it on on dark YouTube and then it, it will go up from there. Yeah. It's dark uh, elevation, dark yeah. rampage, right. dynamite. You know, we you get know, it. The progression, the progression of yeah, AEW yeah, stuff. the natural progression of an yeah. AEW wrestler. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's see anything else AEW wise? Uh, I do have uh, tonight's um, recording on a Wednesday. Tonight's uh, card for dynamite. Really quickly, um, uh, the guns AEW tag team championship match. The guns taking on Top Flight. Mm-hmm. Actually, should be a good one. Uh, you're going to help me with this pronunciation. Uh, Kenny Omega versus El Hijo del... El Hijo del Vikingo. Vikingo. Why do they make these matches where I... I, I it's not the first time I've heard of this guy, but why mm-hmm. do they make these matches where it's just like, yeah, by the way, we're going to have this this awesome match with these two guys, and this guy's apparently absolutely amazing, but here, take it. And it's right in the middle of the card. AEW does that you, a lot. They seem to do, do like... you think it's going to be in the middle of the card? It, I, it's on main event. It might open the, sh- the show. Well, okay, let's let's see. What I I say it opens the show number one, mm-hmm. but what is the main event from this card? I will get to it. Uh, there's John Moxley versus Stu Grayson. There's Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. Oof. Uh, yeah. There's a there's no disqualification match with Hook taking on Stokely Hathaway, which I'm actually oh that's the to. yeah that's that's the and then the that's the main event. <laughs> I was gonna say the main event should be uh, the Butcher the Blade and Kip Sabian versus Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, and Sting. Oh, Sting's returning. Sting's returning. Oh, that's right, because it was his 64th birthday. I can't believe he's 64. That makes sense. <laughs> or 63rd. I don't know what it is. I think it's 64. No, it is 64, because I believe it's 59. He was born at 59. If there was only a search engine that would tell you. But yeah, I mean, listen, it's either going to... One of those matches is going to start. One of those matches is going to end. It's either going to be the trios match or it's going to be the one-on-one he's with 64. Kenny Omega and, and Vikingo. He, I feel like Kenny Omega and, and Vikingo might close it. He's 64. He was born... Yeah. Or his birthday was March 20th. So it was two days ago. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, Steve. Happy birthday, Sting. Sting! Steve! Um... Yeah, imagine Tony this entire time. Just, Damn it, Tony! It's Sting. <laughs> Damn it, Tony! It's Sting. <laughs> um, so that was my point of bringing all this. Well, that was the card for AEW's uh, Dynamite tonight, and then MJF is not on the card tonight. Uh, moving on, another name. Where in, are they tonight? They are in. They got to be making their way back east because there's only two more shows before. Well, this one will be three, but. After tonight, there's only two more shows before. I'm sorry. So no. As of now, there's only two more shows before uh, Long Island. Long Island. Long Island at USB. Uh, Independence, Missouri. Yeah, that makes sense. Independence. The next one will probably be in like Paducah, Kentucky. Right, just keep moving east. Yeah, yeah. and then they'll just make their way all the way up. Um, so that was all elite. Uh, Bray Wyatt in WWE. Uh, his status is still unclear, even though someone I- internally in the inside has said that the whole thing with the uh, physical ailments, storylines, you know, excuse is all bullshit. And the physical issue is what they they called it with with Bray him not no showing for the, the house show. 
and that someone on the inside has mentioned that it was BS. Um, but apparently there's still Easter eggs going on with Bray Wyatt. Uh, like this past uh, uh, SmackDown, there was a uh, the Bray Wyatt logo was on the back uh, in the back uh, scene where Elliot Knight was talking to uh, to uh, Kyla Braxton. Um, so he's still a presence. He's just not physically on. It's not been on TV. And it worries me. The whole this whole thing has worried me. I got to tell you, I, I've been yeah. I've been holding this in. I'm really just like kept kept my mouth shut as far as like trying to see where this was going to go. This whole thing, because Bray yeah. has these creative. It's like ideas. women's tag team match. You want to say it, but you're like, ah, oh, we've wanted it for so long. I, I don't want it to go. I want it to be <laughs> exactly. I want this to be good. It's not been good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I'm in the minority in this, but it has not been good. There's been no lead to anything here. The whole thing with LA Knight and uh, that nonsense at Royal Rumble, that was just a Bray Wyatt thing. Okay, it failed. Matches fail all the time. There's ideas that come and go. And I wouldn't say it failed. I would say it died a miserable death. No. You thought that pitch, pitch black match was good? No, but I don't think it failed. What, what did it succeed in doing? It passed. Passed what? <laughs> passed what? It, it, it passed. Okay. What's it your... passed the eye test. So you, you just go on on just look of match. Just by I just go by look and feel. Felt it felt, <laughs> it felt like it shit. felt good. <laughs> it felt like shit. <laughs> it looked impressive. It felt like shit. Um listen, I try to defend the guy. I don't talk about half of his matches sometimes because of the bullshit that's in him. Well, then that, maybe that's the clue. <laughs> Maybe maybe we've stumbled upon something here on the show that we've just realized, you know what, some of these matches that Bray is in, God bless him for being creative, but some of them aren't good. Some of them aren't good. It's not, I'm not taking away his wrestling acumen. I'm just saying the creative aspect of it, you know, they, they kind of loosen the reins on this guy because he's got something different that nobody else has. It's the execution of it. You think by the, all by, of this, all of this, by this Bray time, Wyatt stuff has what? I was gonna say you'd think by this time, even especially with with the whole White Rabbit lead up to all this, that his he would be shot. I mean, damn it, Cody Rhodes has had literally a couple matches, and he's already main eventing WrestleMania. He debuted at WrestleMania. You have Bray yeah, Wyatt. But he's had he's had infinite more matches than Bray Wyatt has on television. But Bray Wyatt is when that White Rabbit thing was going on. He was insanely over. Like he yeah. he could have been at that point if they if Triple H decided from that point on to put him in the main event picture. He, he nobody would blink an eye. It would be okay. He he's there because he was so that that intro when he de- redebuted with that whole thing, the door and the music and and uh, everything. You could have gone from that point on and say, "Listen, Bray Wyatt's going to go for the championship." He might not have won it, but he could have at least gone. Now the matches, that but he's that's had, the issue. That's the issue. Hmm. Is that this character of Bray Wyatt is so dominant? Like he's supposed to be so dominant. Supposed you can't to. introduce him. You can't introduce him. And then have him immediately go for the title and then him lose because it takes away the dominance aspect of it. You have to have him dominate. So this is better. He should have been doing it more on the, television. So this is better. He should have been wrestling more on television. So this is better. Uh, no, I'm saying it's not. He should have been wrestling more on television in order to get this dominance factor. We could have gone somewhere where hell Cody Rhodes wins at WrestleMania. The night after WrestleMania, a bunch of shit happens in the WWE. It always does. Mm. What if Bray Wyatt comes out and, and interrupts uh, Cody's promo? You know what I mean? Just shit like that. We could have gone there at this point, mm-hmm. but now we can't because there's no story with Bray Wyatt there. 
but this, and that's the issue. But this has always been the issue. It's not like we're we're stumbling upon something new in this. No, in, it hasn't in, been in the issue until they of, go. Oh, he might be out of WrestleMania now. But okay, because even up until up to, in, when he announced that he was going to take on the winner or yeah the winner, the winner. of Bobby Brock, mm-hmm. he goes up until that point. You go okay, now this is going to get us somewhere. And if I'm being completely honest, ever since the White Rabbit, it's go. This is going to get us somewhere. It leads to the next clue. This is going to get us somewhere. It leads to the next clue. All mm-hmm. that stuff. It's like treasure hunting. It's mm-hmm. like national treasure. Mm-hmm. It's just another clue. We need to find Charlotte. That was not the correct <laughs> reference to use, but you get my point. No. The secret lies with Charlotte. <laughs> okay. It, it's just, it's been insanely disappointing. And we, yes, we, the delivery up until this point has been dog shit. The creative is there. I'm telling crea- you, the creative, creative is, there. is there. That's fine. If we're going to go, mm, go creative and get that there, that's fine. Get to that point, get to the point of creative and then take it on with the matches. You're, you're not I think there you're just worried about taking the governor off of fucking Bray Wyatt again. Because <clears throat> I think I feel like they think he's going to gain too much notoriety and power and shit like that. But, for, but that only benefits WWE. Yes, but you're not hold, you're you're holding him back to prove what point that he can't he can't go so far beyond. We've had that in the Undertaker. At we this had, point, there there have been characters that have been so so over and so dominant that there has to be someone. You always have to find someone to be able to be legit enough in the fans' eyes to say, "Listen, that guy can do it." And you know, it's been. Uh, 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 I mean, it, it wasn't really Undertaker. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been Brock Lesnar with Undertaker. It shouldn't. It should have been. No, should have been Roman Reigns. We, we talked. Year. We talked about that before. But my point being is that there's always someone else that will come along, like we're about to witness on night two of WrestleMania when Roman Reigns takes on Cody Rhodes. It had to be someone legit that comes through that says, you know what, I can believe that that guy can be a, a champion. And not only <clears throat> in the rare instance in WWE, especially where you have a good guy that. That is not pushed down the throats of fans, but everybody loves <clears throat> loves the bad guy, especially in WWE. So when you f- rarely find a good Shadow guy that, that rarely find a good guy that can take that role on, you give it to him. But when you have someone like Bray Wyatt who is in this creative mode again, in this uh, uh, no third fourth the reboot of his character, and shout out to him for for being you know creative. He's like, yeah, like the, the Chris Jericho thing going on, where it's just like I got to recreate myself. To be to be relevant, and that's the the long stay of professional wrestlers is that you can continue to to build yourself and be you know something new. He's done that. The creative is there. What are we doing with it? We've done nothing with it. Every single time we've had creative something going on, the fiend, nothing. Bray Wyatt and the family, nothing. This so far, nothing. Bray Wyatt and the family was something. How far was something uh, to tag team championship glory as the the Bludgeon Brothers, and that wasn't even part of the Bray Wyatt storyline. Yeah, and also he wasn't WWE <laughs> champion when he was part of the White family. No, he wasn't. He was on his own. The 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 whole thing is just it, it's been very disappointing for me. Again, I'm speaking for myself. It's been very disappointing, and there's so many other avenues and roads that we could take with this, with his creative and and the wide six, and they could be dominant for you know several month period. That could be the new bloodline storyline that they're just taking over everywhere. We're not getting there. They're trying. And I wholeheartedly believe what I'm sorry. They're going to need a new storyline because as of WrestleMania, we all know that he's Roman Reigns is going to take a break. And so there has to be someone else that comes in who are the bad guys that are coming are going to come in and, and take on Cody. Who's going to come on, come on in and take on, uh, uh, you know, 
Sammy and and Kevin if they inevitably win. There's got to be new new stories. Triple H has to, you know, that's WrestleMania has always been like the the pinnacle of storylines, and it's like the finish off until we get to you know, backlash WrestleMania, which is something stupid. But but if there was <laughs> it's no just backlash it's now, just dude. Back, it's just backlash now. But because of that, this is where it ends. So he needs something new, and Bray Wyatt could have slipped right in and and had that that storyline. Maybe he will, but Bobby Lashley is not the way to go. That's a throw. No. It's a throwaway match. It's just like yeah. just like Lesnar and Omos is a throwaway match. It's like it's filler. But I'm more interested in that if I'm being honest. You said that, and I still even after this this week, I still have zero interest in that match. It's just the factor of You're just like big guys. Yeah, he's bigger than Brock Lesnar, right? It was why I, it's the same reason why I was interested in Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Now, not as much really because Braun Strowman's not that much taller than Brock. Mm-hmm. Omos is a full size eight and one eighth head above Brock Lesnar, <laughs> which is wild. Mm-hmm. But with the Bray Wyatt situation, it's uh, what if Bray Wyatt just comes out with a fucking motorcycle? Ah, am <laughs> American Pat. Is that what he whispered to him? Undertaker was like, you can have yeah. a song. He goes, if all else fails, brother, take a chopper out to the ring. <laughs> Ironically, and then he can't start the chopper. But but that's my point, kind of. Look uh, at him, and then he can't start it. God, that, that sucks. <laughs> Just embarrassing. Look at Undertaker's career. Uh, I, under, I understand that Undertaker, for most of his career, has been like, he was that mythological that that myth, mythical creature. There he is. But there was a point in the Undertaker's career where he goes, "Okay, this is not." Like even up until he became the Dead Man, like what what we knew as the Undertaker in the Attitude Era mm. was way different from Undertaker five years before that. Sure. The Undertaker from the Attitude Era 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 to five years after that mm. is also a completely different character. Which, in hindsight, it had to be. That's what I'm saying. Because Ray Wyatt needs to find that that new level of, and it sucks because he did find it, and then it's just the execution of this it was fucked it. up. This was it. This was his. But he needs to. This was his American badass face. <laughs> this was it. This was him being the most real that he could be. And there's been no payoff. And they fucked it up. Think, and they had good music. I, I liked it. The idea. The idea of prolonging this storyline for him is what did him in it just took forever and yeah. there, sh- there needs to be a payoff there has to be some sort of payoff when fans are just like clamoring for that thing that it's gonna like lead up to like this past friday on smackdown when we got the end there that's that's that thing and we'll get to that in a second but when when you have that anticipation of something and then it doesn't pay off you immediately lose fans just like that there's no coming back from it unless you actually then push forward all you're all in on it and i don't see that happening i don't see triple h saying listen after wrestlemania we're gonna have all six of you now debut but he has to come up with something and maybe that's the way he's gonna go but as of right now that's this whole thing in the last couple months has just been dead dead to rights and there's nothing going on and so listen i i really do like him as as a wrestler as a character um if it's bo dallas let us know it's bo dallas but yeah. You know, if, if whoever uh, this guy, if it's Jay White, and that's why you've been waiting, I'd be okay with that. I'd Just be, execute it properly. I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, my fear. If with- that's honestly the reason, mm-hmm. I 
I could be okay with that. Do you think Jay White would be as over here as he would be like independently? Oof. I feel like WWE fans just know WWE, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're you're bringing other people in, like, well, let me ask you this: like in, in other instances, let me. I'm sorry. In other instances, normally he would go to like NXT, do his thing there. And then come up now. Not necessarily. It, when you had Drew McIntyre, you had Samoa Joe, you had all these other people that came through that were like, nobody knows him in WWE, establish him first in NXT and then bring him okay. up. Okay. All right. I have one I have one thing to tell you. Or AJ Styles. <laughs> you don't have to do that. No. Look at, oh, Finn did go to NXT. He was in NXT. But yes, AJ Styles. <laughs> I was going to say leaders of the Bullet Club, but, but Finn did go to NXT. You're mm-hmm. correct. AJ Styles went, that was his rumble debut yes i understand that if you bring out j like if you were to bring him out at the rumble mm-hmm. that would have been fucking epic i feel like it would have had as big of a pop as as aj did mm. but jay white is the type of character that doesn't need to go to nxt um well now he doesn't because nxt is nxt the way it is now but if it was old school NXT I feel like that would have been a good platform to for him to start just to kind of establish himself with, oh yeah with, five years ago absolutely he yeah. would have went right to NXT with you know Cole Bebe and, and all of you yeah of you and he there. would have fit in perfectly absolutely but absolutely. five years has changed a lot has changed a lot has changed absolutely and uh yeah I don't think he would be going NXT at all no um also so, the good brothers that's another one half half the crowd would be like there's Jay White, oh my god. And then the other half is like, who's this guy? No, it'll be half the crowd will know immediately, and then the other half of the crowd will be pumped in noise. <laughs> yes, there you go. And then having the announcer go, oh my god, it's Jay White. Yeah. And having to explain who it is, because it, yeah. it, it, whenever you hear an announcer say this guy and then explain like, his credentials, like nobody knows who he is. So then there's there's that establishment, too. Just, just know Jay White is amazing, and he's a multi-time champion uh, the world over, except for WWE. <laughs> so, do you think that Rob and Stephanie know who Jay White is? Because that's my that's my litmus test. <laughs> I go if they know, he don't got to go to NXT. That is, that is... <laughs> Shout out to Rob and Stephanie. I, I that is my my true litmus test as well. Um, I will say that Steph uh, probably. Uh, I'm giving, I'm giving credit here. I'll probably say Stephanie would know because Patrick would know, her boyfriend. But okay, I'm not sure Rob would know. And if I'm wrong, I'm I'm gonna hear it either way. I'm gonna hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I get those text messages. You didn't defend me, sons Patino. of bitches. You didn't think I knew JY? What the fuck? <laughs> he got mad at me that I announced the freaking radio <laughs> thing last week on on the show here that I didn't tell him directly. Um, oh, yeah. I would have been quite. Uh, if I, I was as good as friends with you as Rob, I would have been pissy. I I thought I mentioned it. Honestly, I, mean, I thought I mentioned I'll, it. I'll put it to you like this. I if did like, I got a radio gig and I came on here and said it and didn't text Steven first, he'd crucify me. But I see I told Stephanie about it. I told Stephanie and, and Patrick about it, but I didn't tell I, I somehow I forgot to mention it to Rob. I apologize. You're, no, nobody else you're in this, hot water, but nobody else that's listening right now knows any of these people, but I I apologize. We took a total tangent. I will edit all this out. Anyway. Other characters on the show at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, that's staying in the show. Um, let's see here. We already mentioned Roman Reigns planning significant time off, uh, possibly. <clears throat> excuse me, possibly uh, coming back during uh, uh, SummerSlam. Um, Undertaker. Speaking of Undertaker, 
Uh, there is an article here talking about uh, where he draws the line with fans and signing autographs. And I, I completely get it because there was a whole situation with Rey Mysterio. I don't know if you saw this, this thing with the, at the airport. And then also a little situation with Liv Morgan, but she actually did sign some things. Uh, so Rey Mysterio had a situation at the airport. Um, Rhea Ripley had taken to social media defending him, which is I find <laughs> kayfabe is dead. Um, I, I, find, I just found that funny that uh, Mysterio had the situation and Rhea Ripley um, was at kind of his, his defense and also had mentioned situations that she had with unruly fans just feeling like they were entitled to have autographs. Braun Strowman did the same thing. Um, there was a... However, I don't, I don't want... Like, if I were to meet one of those people and I know all of this stuff that you're about to say, mm -hmm. and I go and I'm... And I don't go up to them because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to ask them for anything. But if you see me, like, trying to get a selfie and you in the background, don't act like an asshole towards me because I'm trying to not, like go up to you and be like oh my god i'm such a big fan <laughs> you know what i mean well especially when you do it like that that scares the shit out yeah of you. take it easy guy yeah <laughs> take it easy man can you please sign this one dollar bill is the only thing i had on me and so here's the reason why <laughs> and then and then i want to hear your your take on it again you might be still be the same and i i completely get it because if i was in this situation i would probably do the same thing so he was on the <laughs> get ready for this he was on the bet las vegas podcast Hell yeah. uh, <laughs> good for him and they spoke to Undertaker. Uh, he opened up a bit about how he handles fans who see him in public. Um, that being said, he won't sign autographs if he's in, quote, dad mode. Yeah. And he goes, uh, my kids play sports and it becomes a That's thing every weekend. Fucking oh, sports. Okay, I didn't think about that. He, my kids play sports and it becomes a thing every weekend. People will come up and say, hey, can I have an autograph or a picture? I appreciate you being a fan. But yeah. I'm, not I'm not Undertaker right now. I'm Mark. <laughs> I'm Dad this weekend, and hopefully you understand that. I'd say 95% of the people really do understand. Occasionally, you get somebody that is just so entitled that they feel like you're being a dick. If you don't understand, then I guess I am. <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> and there's that. I I now 100%. That said, go ahead. I change nothing. I still 100% agree with everything that they say. Except don't go still... up to them with with their with their fucking family. Except if you... they're out at dinner, don't go up to them. If they're taking a piss, don't go up to them, even though they're probably alone. Mm -hmm. Like that's just common sense to me. See, I did that. <laughs> I did that with um, not that not even close to the measure, but when I was working out at. Uh... Uh, in Scarsdale over here at uh, Planet Fitness. <laughs> and, and I lift things up and put them down. Every, <laughs> every week, I would see Tommy Dreamer there. And every week, I would go up to him like, uh, I, Tommy, lo love your matches. And then, But every week, I would see him, and he would start like, recognizing me, like, hey, what's going on? Like, what's up, man? Uh, and I and on a whim, I'd say, I, not, not that I did, but I, would, like, I watched... Uh, I watched One Night Stand or I watched uh, uh, ECW, you know, whatever pay-per-view uh, on the network. And yeah. Saw you there, blah, blah, blah. Look, oh, thanks, man. How's Beulah? She's good. <laughs> and that would be it. That would be it. Um, and then, but see, that, that's, but that's I've never, never asked for autograph. I feel like that the, that interaction is way more important to me than than having an autograph. Because the, the, the autograph is fine, whatever. I can show it to people. But me personally having to be able to talk to Tommy Dreamer was very cool for me. So... Even more cool than, than having an autograph. I, I had a similar situation, kind of. I didn't get the guy's autograph. I didn't ask for a picture or anything. Uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, I probably should have. Mm -hmm. But uh, a stand-up comedian gave me free tickets to go to his show in Atlantic City. 
Okay. So me and my sister went because she's a big comedy fan too. I think, I guess Well, she had the car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, this was five, six years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. He gave us the free tickets. I won't. <laughs> Damn. Oh. I won't go into specifics as to why I got the free tickets. Was, but let's just say I hung out with him when I was there. Was it a shitty show? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was really good. He's hilarious. Okay. Louis J. Gomez is the guy's name. Uh, but the, I hung out with him before. But the way you got the free we tickets. smoked the blunt. I hung out with him after, smoked another one, and then we just went our separate ways. And as soon as we left each other, I go, man, I should have gotten a picture with him. But just the fact that I have those memories and I have the tickets that he gave me and all that stuff Mm. for the show, like that's better than, I mean, a picture would have been nice, but (laughs) even not having the picture, I go, that's perfectly okay. That's all right. So, yeah, there's a taker. Um, another announcement of a name in the Hall of Fame. Let's just go with I won a contest. This all still sounds, sounds very shady. You want, you want, Don't worry about it. You, <laughs> you won a contest. What was the contest? Huh? What was the contest? It was like the first person who, or not the first person. It's like whatever name I read in this Instagram live. Oh, God. I'll give you free tickets. Okay. Hope, hope, and he goes, hopefully you're nearby. So he said my name. He goes, Jay Black, if you want to come, come. And I'm like, all right. I DM'd him. I go, I'm in Queens. I'll be there in three hours. Yeah. He goes, all right. Let but me know when you're on your way. I'm going same, into the fucking gym in the sauna right now. The same day. Same day. Same day. Wow. Wow. This is at like 11 a.m. Show was at like 7. Nice. My sister got out of college at the time. Mm. I go, yo, come home. You want to go to Atlantic City? She's like, why? Free comedy show. She goes, all right. <laughs> You know where they have comedy shows? She wasn't 21 at the time, so she had to use a fake ID to get you, into the casino. You drove three hours to AC. You know what they have? They have free comedy shows in Times Square. Yeah, but I like, I'm a fan of this guy. You drove uh, like six hours round trip to go somewhere. I didn't. Your your collective group just drove six <laughs> hours round trip where you could have gone like 20 minutes into the city to do the same thing. No, five hours round trip. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like two and a half. So just for this, no traffic. Just, just because of this guy. Yeah, he's that funny. Oh, I'm a huge fan. I need to know in Twitter. I, I, listen, I know there's there's concerts and events that people have. Uh, hell, I, I went to uh, 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 uh to, to Vegas um at the time when I was with Lisa. I went to Vegas to see the the uh, the Backstreet Boys. Um. Uh. Well, I say the guy, why? She, was that the closest one? She, no. It was either like Vegas or Tokyo. You go, well, I guess it's Vegas. I guess it's Vegas. <laughs> well, they had they had a their residence was residency was going on at that time. Uh, and so they were they were just at the at uh Planet Hollywood. And so I get that. She make was, a trip around it. She, I get it. We did, and we went to Grand Canyon, we, which was one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. Um yeah. uh the strip we stayed on and uh you know, ate every restaurant known to man. It was it was great, but it was all built on the Backstreet Boys. We we flew out there for you know five hours. Okay, that's. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do you one better. I took my sister to the casino for the first time, even though she was underage. Mm. Uh, we saw a free comedy show of a comedian that I love. Mm. Blah, 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 you know, we ate some fucking great food. Where'd you stay? Or did you come back the same night? No, we came back the same night. Wow, baller. Yeah, this was also before my big Wawa kick, so oh, I didn't, didn't even have, get didn't Wawa. Wawa this whole trip, tease. <laughs> what a waste! What a waste of a trip. Um, Ironically <laughs> enough. You want to know where I heard the the whole Wawa soft pretzel thing? Mm. 
was on the Legion of Skanks podcast, which this guy is one of uh, the <laughs> hosts of. <laughs> Funny enough, see, full circle. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, now I got to drive to Jersey to get a freaking Wawa pretzel. At least you're close. How am I close? I still have to travel over the bridge. Yeah, so do I, but okay. you're closer to the bridge. <sighs> I need a reason why I'm going there. It can't just be a pretzel. <laughs> like, I got it. They got dispensaries. Uh, I, know, I know. I know that. Um, they, they, okay, I guess I guess that's it. <laughs> I was gonna say there has to be a reason why I know that I'm gonna go across the bridge and then come back for sixteen bucks. That's, that's whatever you do. The good thing is that it's only sixteen bucks mm. because it's only going into the city. So true. That's a hell of a pretzel. <laughs> I gotta tell you, that's a hell of a pretzel. Um, yeah, a four dollar uh, pretzel t- turns into a twenty dollar pretzel plus but. plus gas. <laughs> um, yeah, new- I don't worry about gas. I just pay. That's a way to think about life. I don't worry about it. Just do it. Yeah. New name in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm not sure if you are aware of this name. I know we said that your, one last week. Your your youngin status. Uh, oh oh, time the fuck out. Okay. On. What? I do. do. I know who you're talking about. Who? Go ahead. Okay? I know his infamous fucking feud with Jerry the King Waller. <laughs> All right, you prick. Listen, I don't know, dude. Sometimes you come out with like, I, I don't, I've never saw that Nitro. I don't know what this happened in WCW yet. You know, Andy Kaufman. I remember him in the the Men in Black movie. Okay. (sighs) What? (laughs) The Men in Black. They went back to somewhere, and Andy Kaufman was there. Oh, was it the third one? (laughs) Yeah, like it was a. Oh, great. So, yeah, Andy Kaufman. Shout out Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, who, uh, again, was uh, his hating. I know the biopic with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, Man on the Moon. (laughs) Again, I I have every right to ask you these questions because you You do. I understand. I have every right to be upset about it. Yeah. You have no right to be upset by it because I I ask you these sometimes. You're like, I assume that you would know something. And you're like, I've never heard that in my life. Like, what the? So, this you know. Got it. Okay. I know where I stand. So Andy Kaufman, before you even go into anything else, quick sidebar, because now it's at the top of my tongue and I'll forget. Sure. If I spell out the letters B-J-O-R-N, how do you say that? Bjorn. What was that? Bjorn. Thank you. Thank God. Why? My entire family is so stupid. Bjorn. Huh? Bjorn. They say baby Bjorn. I go, what? No, it's a baby (laughs) Bjorn. What? She goes, how am I supposed to know what a Swedish name is? I go, because it's fuck. It's a brand name. It's like when you go over to England and they say, yo, you got a nice pair of Nikes. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What's a Nike? Yeah. You know, the shoes, Air Force Ones. Yep. Nike? Nike. Yeah, Nike. Nike. Fuck out of here. <laughs> but you, don't know what, you don't know how to say Bjorn. Bjorn, baby Bjorn. And I'm the the, only one in my fucking family that hasn't graduated college. If you cannot pronounce something, you shouldn't be able to get it. I I agree. I just think that's the answer. I agree. Uh, Same goes with pasta, food, and everything. There you go. If you can't pronounce gnocchi, don't get it. Ginocchi. No. Yeah. Get out. Can I have the ganaki? (laughs) Fuck out of here. Get out of here. Andy Kaufman, popular in the late 70s. coming off of the show Taxi and his feud with Jerry the King Lawler is being inducted into WWE Hall of Fame. Um, the last time we saw any reference of of uh, Andy Kaufman was last year Mania. When Lex, John, oh, never mind. Johnny Knoxville, the uh, honor the comedian with his ring gear. Uh, he passed away in right. 1985 at the age of 35. Um, let's see, let's, let's say who But the Kaufman name lives on in wrestling. 
Memphis Wrestling. Uh, I'm trying to see if there was. I, I guess it would have to be. It doesn't say who's who's inducting him. I would have to assume it would be Jerry Lawler. Um, I. I'd have to think why if he's healthy enough. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I could tell you someone who could, but he no, is no longer in the company. Hmm. Talk about Memphis. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Um, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. I guess he could. They could borrow no. for a day. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't have you couldn't have Billy Gunn on Raw thirty or whatever the fuck that last one was. Yeah, that just for him to say, and we got two words for you. I know, I know. Um, but, and but and my last. Imagine thing. he just goes scissor me, and they go get the fuck get out, of get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Staples. The the only time, <laughs> the only thing I will say about the Hall of Fame is that WWE Hall of Fame will WWE Hall of Fame like. <laughs> He died in 85. It is now 2023, and we're inducting him in the Hall of Fame now. What are we doing? I'll do you one even better. <laughs> there, is no, there is no rhyme or reason. My point is there is no rhyme or reason to the Hall of Fame whatsoever. There's no five-year gap. There's no five-year rule like like every other sport. It's There it's, should be. It's got its own thing. Like uh, I guess now we're going to try to fill in the gaps because we're only you know a couple weeks away, or like two weeks away, if that, from WrestleMania. We need more names. We only have three that, we, that we've announced. This this is kind of a, a weird pull, but you know, to each his own. Wait, so you don't agree? Are you saying he should have been in already? He should have been way in before. Okay. Who should have been inducted into the Hall of Fame first? Andy Kaufman or Cindy Lauper? Andy Kaufman. Okay. Just 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 time because of time. Do you know when Cindy Lauper was inducted into the Hall of Fame? Just because of Kaufman was was there first. When was Cindy Lauper inducted? Or was she ever? Never. She hasn't she been. She hasn't been, right? <laughs> That's what I figured. She hasn't been. And Cindy Lauper was Rock and a roll. key part in one of the most pivotal times in wrestling history. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that connection with with WWE is Mr. T in the Hall of Fame. I believe he is. He is. Um, I will, he is. I will say the connection with with wrestling at the time that Vince McMahon had the ingenious idea of connecting wrestling with with MTV and getting that young demographic. And when they had the rock and roll connection going on with uh, Wendy Richter and Cindy Lauper, and then mm-hmm. you know, Hogan there too, and and all that stuff, that was the start of the golden age of wrestling and Cindy Lauper should absolutely be in the hall of fame. Wendy Richter also of part fame. of the first screw job. How so? The MSG screw job. Now I don't, I don't think a lot of people know about this. Go on. Really quick. Wendy Richter was, I forget when the year was, but Wendy Richter was champion at a house show at MSG. Mm-hmm. There was some type of tournament or something, mm. and this amazing spider or whatever the fuck it was, masked, masked woman. She wins the tournament, whatever the fuck it was, and she now gets to face Wendy Richter at MSG. Right. So it's a whole masked getup, everything covered, all that stuff. Wendy came out later and said that when she got into the ring, she goes, this isn't like the spider. I remember wrestling. Like she's a lot big. Like the spider was a lot smaller, all that stuff. This woman's a little bit bigger and and shit like that. Yeah. And she goes, well, basically spite that spider wins the women's championship against Wendy Richter against all odds. Right. She takes off her mask and it's the fabulous Mula. Oh yes, 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 yes. I do know this. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the whole. Right. Yeah. And that's pretty much why Wendy Richter is like excommunicated from wrestling. Because of that? Yeah. No. 
I'm not saying it's because of that. I'm saying that's one of the. Oh. Yeah. Because Moolah didn't like her. And then, but I mean, now it, it should be the other way around. Oh no! Like she's gone on busted open and stuff like that, and said her side of the story and all right. that shit. But I mean, even if Moolah was still alive, I would I would say that uh, because of all the bullshit that she's put everybody through, Richter should have her moment in the sun. <laughs> like she should be she she got honored in yes. the Hall of Fame. That's fine, but I mean, she should be a- as honored as Moolah was um, in her short stance stand as a champion. But I digress. agreed. I digress. Anything else before we uh, <laughs> we had an hour into the show and. Haven't talked anything actual current wrestling. Well, what's going on currently in wrestling? Well, let's talk about it. So <laughs> Friday Night SmackDown. People are going to think that was way planned. It was not. <laughs> okay. I just want to point that out. That sounded way too scripted. <laughs> you give us way too much credit if you thought that was scripted. <laughs> it could have been fine. You, could, you, should, you shouldn't have said nothing. I couldn't. You could have said, I couldn't hold it you could have said nothing. Um, so SmackDown. Would... Now back to you on the sports desk, Chris. <laughs> SmackDown uh, was great in starting off with Cody Rhodes bringing out uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in their uh, their ongoing will they won't they uh, romantic storyline. Um, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley taking on Santos Escobar and Zelina Vega. I will say by the way, uh, Zelina Vega, I, I forget how good she is. Like she is really a really good wrestler, and if it wasn't for her size, I think she would be. Uh, they, listen, they can give it to Liv Morgan and and. Um, uh, 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 what's her name? Nikki Ash. There you go. Uh, at some point, when Rhea, you know, it's it's time time is up for Rhea or whoever they can temporarily put it on Zelina. I think she would do well. Zelina with this, so. has to have her Rey Mysterio Royal Rumble moment. Yes, she needs to be in there for the hour and shit like that. Right, right. Get it? I got. It. Yeah. Um, she's the she is the women's Rey Mysterio. She needs to be that type of underdog. The the uh agreed. Uh, the confrontation again with Dominic and Ray, all leading up to, I guarantee you're leading up to the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm for. Do you think it's a retirement match? You think it's a career match for Ray? Um, like on the line? Yes. I jokingly said career versus hair. No, I it's don't. still possible. I don't, because Ray's, but... Ray's still, I mean, he's in his late 40s and he could still go. So I, I feel like, um, this is, does this, he want to? This is also, by the way, speaking of Andy Kaufman and, and the whole Hall of Fame, this is another reach. Like, we're just, he's still going. Are, are we just going to, like, wait? You have, if other people have, have retired, where's The Rock? Um, He's still wrestling. Why, why are we doing someone that's already in the 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 fold? Where, okay, why, why, put, why put Flair in? He was still wrestling. Ric Flair? Yeah. Why did you induct him into the Hall of Fame when he was wrestling at that same Hall of Fame? That's a good point. I don't know. That's that's my point. I it's that. Ric Flair. I understand Rey Mysterio isn't Ric Flair, but Rey Mysterio does carry that Hall of Fame caliber name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look at how many contemporaries of Rey Mysterio are already in the Hall of Fame. But hence, hence People why... People that he's beaten. Hence, hence, right. But hence why I'm like, the, the Hall of Fame for WWE has no... There's no rules <laughs> at all. There's no retirement rules. It's whoever they just deem to be worthy that year. Yeah. Okay. There's never been any rules. I know. I'm just, I, I point that out because I just find it very ironic that that's the way that we just put wrestlers in the, the WWE Hall of Fame. Like, again, Andy Kaufman could have gone 20 years ago, uh, 30 years yeah. ago. 
Um, you know, Rey Mysterio. Andy Kaufman could have been part of the first year yeah. of the WWE Hall. <laughs> he could have gone in with okay. the Giant. I mean, there's a lot of people that could have gone in with the Giant in that first induct- in- induction. But but it was just him, right? And the Giant was just him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, you leave that alone. But okay, fine, fair enough. But he could have. It's gone like put. It's like Babe. Wait, the Giant is <laughs> Babe. You put him in by themselves. Well, he didn't go in by himself, but that's, that's you get my point. Yes. So you put him in first. <laughs> so. What are you going to say? At least be right. <laughs> Ray Mysterio is still wrestling. He could still he's still going to be going while also being inducted in the Hall of Fame. All right, fine. Well, until now for the rest of his career, we get to say, and now you know in the ring wrestling WWE Hall of Famer Ray Mysterio. I understand Edge isn't a similar thing, but that's also but he technically of... retired and then came back. I'm saying yes. Ray Mysterio is still actively wrestling. He's still on on the the roster. Anyway, I digress. Um, the but is he a Hall of Famer? Is who a Hall of Famer? Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So then, what the fuck does it matter? Rules. Live Morgan. No, listen, <laughs> listen. To quote one of your favorite movies of all time, where we're going, there are no rules. Okay. <laughs> what movie was that? Well, it was a take on Back to the Future. Oh, uh, with get Rhodes it. rules. Jeez. Yeah. Um, the WWE Hall of Fame never had any rules. The rule, the number one rule was Andre goes first. <laughs> that was that was it. One and only. Uh, and Vince and never goes in. He, he's he's going to go in. Yeah, but posthumously. After he sells the company, he'll <laughs> posthumously. Yeah. I also did say that. Uh, he's got to go while he's still alive. I did hear that Kevin, I'm sorry, Triple H came out. Or um, No, I did say Kevin for a reason. Okay. Kevin Nash came out about Triple H and said that Hunter will never be inducted by himself into the hall of fame like he'll get inducted with with other things mm. like dx he'll probably get an induction for for evolution mm. and all that just like just like rick patino will never leave iona uh i'll i'll hold my breath and, and uh i said i won't hold my breath i'm sorry won't <laughs> wow. hold my breath and see that, that happened because it makes absolutely salty no much he's <laughs> <laughs> he said what he said it was a lie. It ended up being a lie. And if Triple H goes in, which he should, by himself, because, all right, I mean, for real, for real, why would he not go in by himself? Hey, let me ask you a question. I'm about to stump your ass. Sure. You fan of CM Punk? Uh, I was. You were, right? Uh, what about when CM Punk returned for AEW? Big fan, right? Mm-hmm. Me too. You forget the fact that, what was it, about eight years ago, CM Punk came out and said, I will never return to pro wrestling. Um, did he? Probably should have listened to himself. What? Did he, though? Yeah. He did. Okay. I mean, you're asking me to go into memories I have from eight years ago. It's a little <laughs> difficult, but find, I'm going to say yeah. I just find it interesting that he would have said that, and then he, he's he's back. Listen. Money talks. I get it. That's right. Money talks. Um, speaking of money, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So uh, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of WrestleMania, they had a WrestleMania showcase, which I, I find is always funny. Liv Morgan and Raquel uh, Rodriguez taking on Tegan Knox and Emma to qualify for the WrestleMania showcase, which was going to be, as I mentioned last week, like a fatal four-way. And now the men get to go in, but the women have to qualify. <laughs> oh, women's lib. So there's that. Um, <laughs> Liv and Raquel win. So I guess Tegan Knox and uh, Emma don't get to have anything to do with Mania. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley finally have a brawl 
Um, they went at it, which about damn time. <laughs> it's this whole this whole thing had to set up something for for Mania, and I still will say, and it's still the stories are still going on that this will main event because last year that we as we talked about, they didn't have um the the women main event one of the nights. So that's I'm, that's I'm the, glad I'm glad you brought that up. That's the political thing that we were talking about last week, as far as it being politically driven, that it's going to be the main event. It still needs I have to an be, update on that. It still needs I'm, to be the tag. I team. stick by my my guns on that. Tag team championships should be the main event for night one. Yes. What is it? Thank you. That's actually what I wanted to get into. Sure. Can you name to me the the time that the the time that a tag team match main evented WrestleMania? Hulk Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper. And You're Hogan. absolutely correct. Can you name another one? <sighs> Main event wrestling. Perfect. Game. You can't. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you remember how big of a deal it was to have the first ever women's main event championship match at WrestleMania? Yes, I was there. Why does the tag, the first ever, if it were to be, the first ever... Mm. Right. Tag team championship match be the main event of WrestleMania. Why doesn't that get the justification that it deserves? Because they do not have vaginas. Well, okay. I wasn't go as far as that, but yeah, pretty much. Is that not not the truth? I mean, I'm, listen again. This has nothing to do. Let me let me pack up my statement. This has nothing to do with uh, the sex. Uh, it's gender. all fun to make a joke, and then you go fuck. Fuck. It's I, got nothing to do with that. It's a funny joke. But I will say, <laughs> I will say, if you look at both storylines, let's be real. If if Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley had built this up better, then please put that as a main event. Put it a, a main event. If that was a, if that was a better storyline than than Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, put that as main event in night two. I don't give a shit as long as it makes sense. But it doesn't make sense compared to what you have now in Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I'm sorry, that's it. Just it is what it is. I agree 100. percent Now my next question. What do you believe? Let's go with just WWE. Forget about AEW. Forget about the rest of the wrestling world. Mm. Let's go with just the WWE universe. Yeah. What should main event a WWE pay-per-view? Is it story or is it title? What do you mean title? Should it be the title match? Oh, In an oh, AEW oh, pay-per-view, no matter what the story <laughs> is, the right. title match goes last. Right. Unless it's an unsanctioned match. Or lights out, or whatever the fuck that is. So there have been WrestleManias where the title match was not the main event; it was a, like a co-main event kind of situation. Um, yeah. So again, it it all comes down to story. That, okay, that proves it right there. Because it all comes down to story, and so if we're going to so go, if story is the one that should be the main event of either night of WrestleMania, it should be the tag team titles. It should be the tag team titles. I also find it funny if if that's the way they're going to go. No one has mentioned that fact yet, by the way. You're the first one to bring that up, that they were going to have the first main event tag team title match. Main, yeah. Main event. It's the cha- it's the championship part that has to be put in there. Right, right. So if that... I did hear it elsewhere. If that aspect was... Shout out Bully Ray. <laughs> if that aspect... <laughs> shout out Bully Ray. If that aspect was put on the forefront, then maybe it would kind of get forced into that role. But I don't think... I think there's a reason why... Conspiracy, conspiracy controversy there might be a reason why it's not being mentioned on air because uh, they want to have the women now main event another question yes 20 questions i guess we're going to call this episode we're up to three is it 
Is it as important for the women's Royal Rumble winner to main event WrestleMania as the men's Royal Rumble winner does? Because regardless of what the story is, the men's Royal Rumble winner will main event WrestleMania. Right. Now it is. Right. Is it as important to have the women in that aspect? Because if that's the one that they're going with the whole time and they kept on instilling it into us, both of them will each main event one night of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Then it would be then fine. okay. Then we already I'm knew. fine with that. We already knew. We already had our expectations met by you telling us what's going to happen. Right. Exactly. Right. But nobody's telling us. Nobody said that. Which is, I and I've heard people say that Bianca and and like people are throwing out well should Bianca and Oscar and Oscar main event night one. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. It's the same deal. There's no story to it. It's, it's... Um, open up night two if anything. Agreed. Agreed. Or open up night one. Uh, it's... Or second match him. All right. Make him go, listen, this is the shittiest part, spot on the card. <laughs> it's because you got the shittiest story going into it. You cannot have, no, no. You Not can't have a second match when you have people like Omos versus Brock Lesnar on the card. That's the second match. Yes, me, Omos versus Brock Lesnar should have made it the whole fucking, <laughs> the whole weekend. <laughs> so it's a two-parter. It's two matches. <laughs> Brock and Omos night one and Brock Omos night two. Both, both. No, 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 no. Cody Roman night one, Brock and Omos night two. You are, I, I should really <laughs> mute your microphone. Yeah, that's the most ridiculous, one of the most ridiculous things you've ever said in your entire career here on, on Sunday Slam. And you said some pretty insane bullshit. Um, oh, yeah, I have said some pretty wild stuff. <laughs> and that is, that's up there. I don't know if you're serious or you're, you're joking. Xavier Woods defeating I was LA partially Knight. joking. I am really interested in this fucking Omos thing, though. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either, because I I, I probably will take a dump at that point. Like Whatever match that, that time is, I will hold it until eat all my food and then just take a shit at that point. If I'm um, driving home during that point from work, I'm hopefully I take off work that weekend, but I don't know. Hmm. If I'm driving home at that point, I'll pull over to watch that match because I know it's going to last five minutes. It really would. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be that difficult. The the entrance the entrance to that with that ramp is going to be longer than the actual match. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. It's going to be like five minutes to get to the ring for each person, and then it's going to be a two minute match. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods and Roman Reigns' <laughs> entrance alone is going to is going to be bigger than both of their entrances and their match combined. <laughs> combined, because this is it. This is his swan song. The streak ends. Yeah, you got to you got to milk that for all it's worth. Xavier Woods defeating LA Knight. Drew McIntyre and uh, Sheamus going to a draw, which nobody saw as a shocker. Um, and then uh, Gunther and Imperium de- uh, beating them down until Adam Pearce made the match official at WrestleMania. We will have a triple threat uh, for the IC title. I'm all for that. That match is going to be insane. Um, and then our main event segment, which had uh, throughout the throughout the night when we we had the beginning of SmackDown and Kevin Owens said he wanted nothing to do with Sami Zayn. Then they cut to the back parking lot area where he uh, Zane confessed his love to Owens. Uh, Owens drove off in a awesome green car. I forgot what uh, what model that was. I had it written. It was down. a Dodge Challenger. Uh, thank you very much, car guy. You're welcome. Uh, and then uh, Sammy Zane at the end of the night confronting uh, Jay for the first time. Each of them calling the other liars and and backstabbers. And then Jay and uh, Jimmy attack Sammy. And then who comes to the rescue but Kevin giving stunners to Jimmy, uh, to Jay, excuse me, throwing out Jimmy, and then uh, powerbombing, uh, uh, pop up powerbombing Jay. It makes any difference. Anyway, they get kicked out. It of the does ring. make a difference. It's a powerbomb. Power, 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 power bomb is what Wardlow does. Jay popped up powerbomb Jay, stunned Jimmy. 
Uh, the two of them are outside the ring, and then uh, the Usos are, and then Sammy and uh, and Kevin are in the ring. Kevin turns around and immediately makes a beeline to Sammy. Sammy has a very quick hesitation, and then they embrace, and the crowd, while chanting, hug it out, <laughs> the crowd goes absolutely wild for the moment that, again, as I mentioned, it's the buildup to finally getting that payoff, and now we have that sigh of relief, like, finally this is happening. This is this is here. This, this, is, this is it. And so... I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I was a little verklempt. I was like, oh my god, this is this is very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they make me feel this way? So yeah, it's still real to me. <laughs> damn it, I'm not it. Take it easy, man. Take it easy, man. <laughs> so we now have this match, um, uh, possibly main eventing night one of WrestleMania. It's not. We shall see. It's not. Uh, it should. It, it should. It should. It really should, but. It really should. It won't. Um, shameful. Uh, and it's then, crazy to think about the, uh, the the streak ending also didn't main event, if you think about it. The streak of? Undertaker. Right. Well, did that, that, that wasn't a story until after. To be right. That's, yeah, that. and, right. That was all a hindsight situation. Like, if, if, if it did happen to be at the last match of the night, would you have thought something was going to go down? Yes. Honestly, no. Oh, against Brock Lesnar, I, I even had doubts. I think that I think that if it had gone on last, going yeah. into it, I would have thought that Undertaker was going to win because they would have gone out with the Undertaker's music, him in the middle of the ring, purple light, all that shit. I had a, a an ounce of doubt, but I even even watching, I was like, "There's no way he's going to lose this match," and sure enough, he did. And I, I just, yeah. I've, and Chris I've, is in that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania, main event, main event. <laughs> Damn it! And then onto Raw with uh, our new best bud, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens opening up the show against uh, challenging uh, Jay. Um, I got a perfect and name, Jimmy. Go on. I got a perfect name for their tag team. Hmm. Now, hear me out. Hundred percent original. Oh boy! Right? They hug in the middle of the ring on hmm. SmackDown, hmm. and then boom camera pans out mm-hmm. and you just hear michael cole go you gotta give the people what they want <laughs> <laughs> and boom and then, we call them the best friends <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> that can't be a thing that's already a thing uh, somewhere else that's a thing uh so yeah so the the tag team uh uh or say match- best friends in french ah or the habs Oh, the hat, the le, le habitants, <laughs> the habitants, <laughs> the habitants. We have that main event. Well, I don't know if it's the main event yet, but that's happening at WrestleMania. Uh, Austin Theory taking on Montez Ford, defeating him. Omos defeating Mustafa Ali. Logan Paul on <laughs> impulsive uh, TV getting his ass kicked until he punches the shit out of uh, Seth Rollins again. Hot take. Yep. Possible weekend stealer. Of course. From absolutely. Seth and Logan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, good. I have that, I was gonna get a torch for that. <laughs> that match. No. Why, why would you think that match is gonna yeah, I think it's gonna seal the whole show. Um I did hold on a second here. WrestleMania and then I got my mommy. <laughs> you can't do that and then expect me to play it. It's, it's too soon. 
Uh, Reigns, Cody, Charlotte. I'm just, I'm trying to see the the card here so far. Let me let me get. The rest if you were really funny, you would just wait until I talked and then you start playing it. If I was really funny, you <laughs> son of a bitch. How dare you? Uh, I think that's steal the show. I also think that Dominic and and Ray might steal the show too. Uh, just because the amount of heat that Dominic. You imagine like just. 80 90,000 fans just booing the shit out of Dominic, the, the most hated heel in all of WWE. I, I feel like that's going to get such a huge pop. I can. Um, I'm really happy for it, I, too. I, I love Dominic. I, I love the progression of his his character. Um, I was, I always Prison happy. was the best thing to happen to Dom. Absolutely. It was the best storyline that he could have possibly had hoped for. And I love when wrestlers have the tape around their their ribs to accentuate it, just like Johnny Gargano did. Um. I just, I just find that a very, a very funny wrestling trope. Anyway, moving on. Um, Rhea Ripley defeated. How do Bailey. you bandage broken ribs then? Broken ribs just heal on their own, but the fact that people, that wrestlers find a way to tape them up to kind of show that they're actually hurt, just to remind everybody, I, I always find that funny. I feel like there is a, a thing behind it. I don't exactly think that. What does that do in a wrestling match? I'm not saying it does anything in a wrestling match. Oh, okay, I'm right. saying it might protect the area a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> From elbow shots to... Uh, to I rip. feel like I've seen it somewhere else, though, and not in wrestling. And I go, holy shit, Poss- they actually do do that. Possibly in life. Um, like, I saw someone wrap a ace bandage around them. All well, around I mean, I see that when you when you have... When you when people have, um like, the gastric bypass or when they have, like like, fat removed, like, the tape holds that in oh yeah that's different you got to okay. get a faha for that <laughs> that was i just realized that what a not pull. a lot of people are going to know what that is what a pull of faha jeez oh word. you do know what that is i do i haven't heard that word oh fuck yes <laughs> god i haven't heard that word in years i thought that was only a spanish thing no i, <laughs> I had to go to a fucking uh, store in colombia that was just a faha store a faha. <laughs> that's mostly spanish like, Ma, why are we here i don't want to be here Rhea Ripley defeating Bailey in what uh, seemed like an <laughs> impromptu match. Uh, uh, again, Bailey, uh, whatever. I just the whole thing with damage control is just baffling to me. Um, what do you call a small faha? Fahu? A faha, but first, like a smaller person. Faha? No. What? A fajita. <laughs> <sighs> I wait. I will never get those two seconds back. Ricochet defeating uh, Chad Gable. <laughs> You're going to use it one day. I uh, <laughs> Bianca Belair and Asuka taking on Chelsea Green and Piper Niven uh, because uh, Carmella is is injured. So we have to continue this Karen storyline with another wrestler and Piper Niven. There you go. We have nothing to do. Fit you in right there. Um, Bianca and Asuka win. However, Asuka then turns on Bianca. And this is another storyline that just has no buildup and couldn't care less. The only build behind it is that Asuka won the Elimination Chamber. That's it. <laughs> That's and that we assume that Asuka's going to take this this championship. Um, yeah. Uh, Otis, please. I swear to God, I will be thoroughly over Bianca Belair mm-hmm. if she wins at WrestleMania. I, uh, if Bianca wins at WrestleMania, if Bianca Belair wins, mm-hmm. I will be done with Bianca Belair. Wow. Okay. I. Because what's the point? Right. What's the point at that at that stage? She's a super champion. Uh, she, they're they're <laughs> they're they're scenifying her is what they're doing. They're scenifying her. Um, Otis made his uh, uh, not debut, but uh, I just like, like the whole storyline with with that. Um, by the way, they were they were named the worst gimmick in all wrestling. Did we talk about this? 
Yes, Maximum from uh, the wrestler. Also, Which, I don't trust those awards because it also said that Pat McAfee was the worst commentator in wrestling. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Okay. You're Are you Pat fucking kidding strong. me? It also said that Tony Khan was the best booker of last year. Also, fuck right off with that. <laughs> I mean, it was Tony good. Khan over the six months that Hunter had. I know. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> At least we can recognize that WWE was, was actually better for the first time in, in you know, the, the head-to-head uh, storytelling. Yeah, because we're not AEW marks, per se. Per se. Per se. As, as we go to our <laughs> fifth consecutive... <laughs> Well, listen, well, listen. If, uh, hang on, if, hang on. If, no, 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 time out. If time Raw out. was on a Wednesday or SmackDown was on a Wednesday, we'd be doing WWE. But it just so happens. Oh, to I'd fall. be doing it every fucking time they came through. <laughs> it so happens to fall on a Wednesday with Dynamite. That just works out. Take take a fucking day off. Listen, I'm now I'm talking to you and Steven. Take a fucking Monday or or Friday off, and let's let's do something when it comes local. Cut the shit. See, here's the issue now. I need. I have my job. I can't close this. No, you've put it all on me now, because Steven has Fridays off. So <gasps> now I'm gonna get. He's going to be on my ass, thankfully. So thank you for that. Good. You know what, Rob? Get him, please. <laughs> Fucking torch his ass. Rob will right. come too. Let's 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 get everybody on, on a Friday SmackDown. Let's go. Got the oh, shit. It's a WWE show. Of course, Rob's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't deserve this. It's more fun when you know wrestlers. That's all I'm saying. He doesn't deserve this. <laughs> he doesn't. He's had a lot. I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> He's a good guy. Well, the fact that you're apologizing is just making you look small, man. I, I thought you would like hold your ground. No, okay. nah, you know, fuck him. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> what a fun episode! Uh, see here, Edge tells uh, Finn Balor to bring the demon, so we have Demon Balor, Demon Heel Balor coming for media. I'm all for that. Um, and then our main event segment. Which I mentioned before, as far as Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, and Roman Reigns going in on the fact that Cody is a quitter and has quit before, and left after Stardust uh, buckled and failed in WWE. Uh, it mentioned the other organization that he started and couldn't get over. Fans knew that organization, so you know maybe they don't. They, they will know Jay White. Who knows? Um, <laughs> and uh, him coming in and failing at uh, the Elimination Chamber and having to leave there, his shoulder, his uh, his pec failed him. Um, and imagine if he said instead of his peck popped, peck pop. Imagine if he said his tit tore. <laughs> that would have been so much <laughs> better. So much better. So much better. Um, because you little tit tore. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cody uh, getting on the mic, uh, and then basically as uh, all of them have said, the the uh, was that a pipe bomb? That Roman game? No, that Cody gave. Did Cody deliver a pipe bomb? As far as as far as the bloodline falling apart? Yeah, but like saying every single part of it before it happens. Well, before it happens. That that was more of a uh a Heyman like uh Oh, oh, situation. it's not a prediction, it's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> um so it was that, and then he, he mentioned Solo Sequoia, uh turning on him, and then the fact that Roman dropped the mic, walked out with Paul Heyman, and Solo was still in the ring with him, and Cody's berating him to do something. And he didn't. And he was about to, and then he was about to leave the ring. He came at him, kicked him in the face, <laughs> and then he was going to come at him again with the, the spike, the small spike, and Roman stopped him. This all, again, all the seeds being planted for dissension. Like, you you were told, and then there was also fan, fan video, by the way, that's still, that's still online, 
of Roman Reigns just going in on Solo going backstage. That he's just yelling the at, at the loudest possible <laughs> tone with Cody's music in the background, just yelling at Solo going going into the uh, under the Tron. Um, but he just all these seeds getting planted. Like just he's not listening to to Roman. Uh, Jimmy's you know backstage saying that I shouldn't be blamed for this. Uh, it's all these little things going on, man. This is this is all just perfect storytelling leading up to what's about to happen to Mania, which we all expect to happen. But even even knowing what's going to happen, it still doesn't make it any less entertaining. And this this being the best storyline that WWE has had in years, kudos to them for making this play out this long. Because if you remember, this this started during COVID. All yep. all happened during started during COVID. So this is this is the three year culmination of this storyline, and it's coming. It's two and a half, but yeah. Uh, well, two thousand twenty till Mania. That's it's almost three years. Oh, okay. I was talking about just the championship reign. Sorry. Uh, well, so yeah, so reigns coming in like towards the the Thunderdome era part, which was late later half of of twenty twenty. So yeah, okay. So like two and a half years. Um, yes. I got something for you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Roman took that leave when COVID hit? Yes. That was right before WrestleMania. I happened to have his mask on while fighting uh, uh, Baron Corbin. Yes, but I'm talking about the original, yes. March 2020. Yes. Roman leaves. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania is about a month away. Right. Who does Roman, who is Roman expected to face at that WrestleMania? You remember? Um, I don't. We talked about him earlier, actually. Go on. A new free agent in the world of pro wrestling. Goldberg. Now, does Roman Reigns become Roman Reigns that we know today if he still goes through with that main event? Um, I'll be honest with you. No. I think Roman Reigns' career takes the complete opposite turn. It just so happened to work out because he came in, defeated Strowman and, and Wyatt, and then the next night had Heyman next to him. So you knew what, what angle this was going. There was no question. There was no time that you had to like ponder on this. It all just happened to work out for the best in that all that time. Whereas that's what I'm saying, but it's because we had that time off and it was because Roman had returned. What about 10 months earlier or whatever it was right. from his whole leukemia thing. Right. And then he was going on that run, still a baby face, but not the acknowledge me tribal chief. Not yet, right? If Roman goes through with that main event, I think he never becomes the person he is today. He might have gotten there, but not now. You would never get, even if he got there, you would never get a one thousand day long title reign. Mm-hmm. We can say that we're going to now, right? But if you look back on it and the ways Roman Roman's career went up until then. Mm-hmm. He did gain that little bit of good rapport with the fans with his uh, battle and then subsequent defeat of, uh, I don't want to say defeat, but, you know, repression, I guess is the correct term (laughs) Uh, of leukemia and all that, which is, I couldn't even begin to describe the fucking battle that is. Yeah. But he gathered all that. I think if. He go. I think his career completely goes down the toilet if he wrestles Goldberg at WrestleMania 36. 
I think anybody that wrestles uh, Goldberg has a, a career blip in their records. Except the person that retires him. Give me Wardlow, please. <laughs> Swerve. It won't be you, but, you know, kudos. Swerve, take a back seat. We'll give you the TNT championship. Just shut the fuck up. Wardlow's going to fight him. All right? Let them both come out to the ring concussed. All yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. They can, cut, they can concuss each other in the ring. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, that's it. Uh, and so now, as far as um, uh, our card for Mania, we have Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes for this undisputed title. Charlotte Flair taking on Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. Lesnar versus Omos, <laughs> your main event. Uh, Becky Lynch and Lita and Trish taking on Damage Control. John Cena taking on Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins versus uh, Logan Paul. Uh, Edge versus Finn Balor and Hell in a Cell. That that's another uh, stealer of a show. Uh, yeah. Gunther. Also, give me Brood Ed versus Demon. Yes, absolutely. Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus. This one also might steal the show for the IC title. There's a lot of, a lot of really good matches. Uh, this Fatal Four Way: the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders, and Ricochet and Braun Strowman. And then the what should be the main event for night one, your undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Usos taking on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And that, as of right now, is your card for next week. It is next week, dude. It is next weekend. Oh shit. It is next weekend. So Wow. I got my mind made up. There's gonna be a lot of that next week. So anything else before no, we No, it's gonna be Hollywood swinging this time. We did that already. No, I know, but it's gonna you get it. Got it. Oh, it actually will be swinging. Uh, by the way, my last point before we close the show out, I have... Roll another blunt. Yes. <laughs> High notes. I will make a program. I will make a uh, image for this. Yes. I should put this in the background. So while high watching SmackDown... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Watching SmackDown High, I finally realized, maybe I, I'm way late on this whole, thank you very much, uh, way late on this whole scenario here, but nobody's really talked about this. So, Cody Rhodes being in AEW and him having that whole stipulation where he didn't want to win the belts, and we talked about this many, many times as far as him you know, losing that match and he can't fight for the championship belt as in, as in his time in AEW. What if he wanted, he did that the entire time? Because he knew that he was going to come here at one point, and his his whole goal was really just to have. He's had belts all over the planet, but his main goal was to have this WWE title, and he didn't want to have that be like his main main title. Like the whole story about getting there, you know, his dad not being there, and and, and you know, his brother's still in another company, and. He had this whole stipulation played out. I'm just saying, if if he really did not want to have another belt be that, that main first belt, and he wanted it really to be WWE, that's why he came up with that stipulation. But <clears throat> If you don't know, Cody Rhodes, when he was in AEW, he, <laughs> he made a stipulation like early on in Dynamite lore that he had this match, I forgot with who. And that if he lost the match, he would, Jericho. Jericho. If he if he lost that match, he would never fight for the title again. He lost that match, and so he never fought. The, the only title that he had was the TNT was title. TNT. And his matches with with Brody Lee were legendary, especially the, the dog collar match. But yeah, he never had that match. He never had that match for that 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 main title. Is there a reason why? Maybe this is it. I'm just saying. 
if a eagle-eyed fan wants to go back and listen to all our episodes, I believe I said this about a year ago when Cody came back to the did WWE. You, did you really? I think I said something along the lines of, what if Cody made that stipulation fully knowing that he was going to go back to the WWE and he wanted that title as his first title? I'm sure you did. I don't listen to that. But anyway, I don't think this should be a, a, a Chris's high notes thing. I, I think this should be a Joe's conspiracy theory corner there, there there could be i'm just saying i was i had that thought while i was high that's all oh maybe it was in my subconscious while i was high and i heard you say maybe it. that's what it was and i heard you say it. i love the song though yeah classic tell me how i was singing cult 45 by afro man in the seventh grade word for word i don't fucking know that's sad and i uh, i fear <laughs> i fear for our uh, education system when i hear things like that no, nah, you don't go over to worry about the education system. It was a Catholic school, so uh, even worse, <laughs> <laughs> even much worse. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Time is. I just up. want to point it out. I didn't smoke weed in the seventh grade. It was in the eighth grade. No, it wasn't in the eighth grade either. Right? It wasn't until much later in high school. Tenth grade. So that's the show <laughs> for this week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so very much for listening to us again. We, I really, and I'm, I'm going to say this because I, I assume that I'm speaking for Joe when I say this, uh, to all of our listeners that listen on a regular basis and hit me up and message us and, and let us know what you think of everything that's going on. Thank you so very much. This has been a pure labor of love because we're not getting paid a dime for this. <laughs> and so to take the time out two hours a week to talk uh, something that we love uh, I'm grateful to everybody that listens and thank you so very much. Joe, I thank you for doing all this and, and coming up with this idea all way back when in CSB. Do you want to do a podcast? I'm like, what the hell's a podcast? Uh, yes. So let's let's come up with <laughs> and record thoughts of uh two two idiots. For your radio final, you guys can pair up since there's too many of you, but you gotta do two sports. Ah, uh, can we do wrestling? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, Fine. Yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. Let's yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Let's do this. So, guys, again, thank you so very much for for listening. Hit us up on Sons of Slam on Twitter, the Sons of Slam show. Uh, that is it. Anything else before we head on out? Thank you to all of our fans. Appreciate very, it. very much. Appreciate it. Guys, thank you. WrestleMania is next week. We will get to you then. My name is Chris Mindell. That is a Reaper Joe Black, sir. Till next week. Sayonara. The Sons of Slam podcast. 